Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay, so welcome to This is the Show. This is the show. Yeah, that's right. With uh, Katie, Heather, and Shay. Heather's gone. She's in Hawaii, right? She's on vacation. Yep. Um, but Shay's here. I'm Shay, and Katie's here. Welcome. Welcome to episode two of This This is the the show. Show. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So we have a couple uh, guest speakers that we're excited to introduce on our show. Um, we've got our parents on today, yeah. so we've got... Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> we've got Jim Jones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we've got uh, the parents in the house today. Yeah, so and Jim we've got... Jones yeah. is my dad. Yeah. And Shay, would you like to introduce your parents? Sure. Tom and Coyla McKee. Hello, hello. Hello, and it, it takes three of us to replace Heather. Kind of, yeah, that's what we're getting right. at. That's right. Dad, yeah. Dad's she's pretty uh, important. Three baby boomers. She's, yeah, three, three baby yeah, boomers. Three baby boomers. Equal mm-hmm. Heather. So Equal today's Heather. topic yeah. is going to be about retirement, aging, all that kind of good stuff. So right. we introduced the uh, baby boomer generation to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that mm-hmm. like, huh? What's it's the baby boomer generation being part of it? No, well, sure. Retirement. Or, or just retire, the retiring. Change, the, the change. change. We're talking about the change. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know well, what change means, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning what change means. Tom is um, blinking. Just based like, yeah, what? what? It means to when say? we redirect all of our energy from the workforce to Into a it. new life. And how mm-hmm. do we create this new life? One thing uh, Tom was sharing with me earlier is that he looked at his life in 30s. The first 30 years, the second 30 years, and now he's entering into the last 30 years. Da, da, da. Bum, 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 bum. Yes, it's... Uh, That's interesting, because I look at my life in 20s. That is interesting. I've Four 20s thought, or five. Yeah. Well, uh, I'd like it to be five 20s. But I, <clears throat> I look at my life as I've developed it. It's 20 years. 20, 20, 20, 20. 20, 40, 60, 80 for those mathematicians. Three 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you do 20s and you do 30s. That's interesting. I did. I've just so always weird. did thirds, but 30s. I figured 90 was all I was going to get. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I may get more, but uh, who who knows? Who knows? I'm. Uh, I keep giving things up in hopes of living longer. Oh, less or, more, lower, less fun. Lower quality. Yeah. Longer, longer time, but. Uh, um, yeah, I've, I've, as far as the retirement, it's been a, it's been an adjustment, and I've, I've told many of you today, or, or some of you today, the hardest thing is, is, not earning money. Preach. Just that concept. Yeah, <laughs> we like earning money. Yeah. Well, we're we're raised to go out and. Yeah, to and do make money, to and make, and yeah. and I mapped out the first thirty mm-hmm. early in life, and that went according to plan. And then I mapped out the second mm-hmm. thirty, and and that kind of went to plan. But I didn't ever put any details into mapping out the mm-hmm. the third, the and final so third. Yeah. Now I'm almost there, and I, I guess if 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 you round it to twenty nine years, I'm there. But uh, it's just strange because I don't, I don't have this plan. Um, and, and Jim and I were talking earlier. It's easy to, not easy. It's much easier to spend the money that's income than spend the big ball you've been the nest trying the to build club. all these yeah. years. Mm-hmm. So, Dad, what would you like to say? You are in retirement. Yeah. Maybe you can instill some insight for Tommy McKee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I've been in retirement for five years. Hey-oh. Hey, five, five full fun years. Let's yeah. go and spend money. Yeah. Spend money. Yeah. You know, I, I think that um, they're, part of picking up on that is it becomes what your purpose is. Mm. See, mm-hmm. your purpose was is to earn money, raise kids, get them through college, have money aside, you know, nest egg retirement, and then that was never defined. There's no purpose necessarily right. beyond where when you start out and you just have you get married and have kids it's pretty clear purpose mm-hmm. you know, you've mm-hmm. got to provide for the kids raise a family get them in school on and on and on now you've got a pur- you still have a purpose but you have to redefine mm-hmm. the purpose but it's the purpose is more about initially about you the two of you mm-hmm. right it's not but then so 
I think the challenge for me was is how do I redefine my purpose? Because mm -hmm. my purpose has changed. Now I'm you know still a dad, but I'm a dad to adult kids, and then I'm a stepdad to two other adult kids. You know I'm a spouse to a woman that we've been known each other for 13 or 14 years, so it's not necessarily new, but it's another relationship. And then I have a role to play with grandkids. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so my purpose has changed, kind of evolved into something different, and it took me a while to figure out that my role was going to be different than what it was 5, 10, or 20 years ago. So I have a question. <laughs> so for me, because obviously I'm w ways away from retirement, but I've always felt like, boom, I have a whole laundry list of things that I want to do in retirement. So my question for our guest speakers is, what has been some of your goals or a list of items that you're like, yes, I want to do that when I'm in retirement? A bucket list? Yeah. Do you a have like list. a bucket list? Or yeah. A, I, I don't. I don't like have. Like skydiving for Yeah, example. I don't have. Yeah. I'm afraid yeah. of heights, but I, I don't. I don't <laughs> so have a, a bucket, bucket list <laughs> for retirement. I my one thing on the list was freedom mm -hmm. from yeah work requirements, work attention, work just pulling all of my hairs out or, or whatever. Yeah, that and ever that be the same way too. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't want the stress of a corporate job anymore but I always felt that I did kind of what I've always I've always kind of done what I wanted to do anyway so I, it's not like I saved up and didn't do anything mm -hmm. so I never really looked at a bucket list interesting you just moved yeah. from clock time that rat race clock time of always having to be somewhere mm -hmm. you know you lose that well and I just find a, it funny when I call my parents it's like oh I'm, I, I can't talk I'm crazy busy I'm so busy I'm like well, well, what the heck I'm like I'm over here working, and I'm the busy one, but you, you guys are so busy. <laughs> I, I have a rule that whenever my children call, I answer it. Yeah. If I'm available. Do you? Because yeah, you, you, oh, you the problem we have, okay, Shay, is we're on three hours ahead of you. Right, so yeah. So you call and we're in bed. <clears throat> but that's why I was Good like, point. um, you don't answer when I call. <laughs> oh, well, what's typically up with you're that? calling me back. Well, that so did, you don't that answer did. when I call you're you. Right. Okay. We're actually but. having an intervention right yeah, now. Yeah, we're actually, this is really why we brought you here today. Uh, but I like that, you know, being present, being available for yeah. your kids and grandkids. That's a fair. Because yeah. yeah. I, I think that's that's how, exactly how I see my purpose is it's not about me. Now, it really isn't. It's about Katie and Andy and their kids and Liz and her kids. It's really them first. So my role is to sit... Um, like when Katie comes over to try to talk to her and listen to her and be supportive and, you know, keep my mouth shut, not try to in interject my opinions. The operative word here is try. <laughs> try. Yeah. I don't I try not to try and really try. You know what? No one's perfect. Yeah. No. I mean I have to work I, I admit that I have to work at backing off of telling people what to do. I admit, I admit that, but at least I'm trying to. For sure. To because yeah. it's not about me. I mean, they don't, mm -hmm. they don't want to hear. Um, well, I'll give you an example. So, um, Liz's daughter Noelle is in management training at Ritz Carlton Bachelor Gulch in Beaver Beaver Creek, Colorado, and she's in a corporate management training job right out of college. So she graduated from Cal Poly, moves basically right out to, you know. Colorado, never been there. She's a beach girl. Now she's mountains. Uh, adjustments away from friends, family, job. You know, she has to show up at 6 a.m. I mean, everything's completely new. But it's corporate, and it's not that much different from what anybody in a corporation does. So, mm -hmm. you know, I can help her out and think through things. But at some point, she has to figure that out on her, on her own. And she doesn't, my point is, she doesn't really need me or want me to tell her what to do. She, she wants to figure it out on her own. And if she wants something, she can ask, and she would from time to time. But at the end of the day, my role is, is just to shut up and listen to her. Yeah. And I mean, I have to, I've had to work at that because my natural way would be to say, okay, here's the problem, here's what you've got to do. And I know I'm probably right, but yeah. she has to figure that out on, on her own. Same thing with Katie. I've tried to say, if you do that at work, it's going to backfire and blow up. And she'll say no, and then it'll go out, and it'll backfire and blow up. <laughs> I don't know what example. Yeah, you're like I don't know. But, yeah, like but, I don't do the podcast. But oh wait, but it, it's, their yeah. it's their time. <laughs> it's your. It's it's about you guys. It's not about me. 
Yeah. Right. That's how yeah. I see my. That's how I see my purpose, mm-hmm. which has changed. And what I did in that regards was after we sold the company, I started researching all the family stories so I could get them straight for the kids. And so I've done all the research now, and it was really a cool journey. And so now I've put that all together, but I've got to write it down, yeah. you know? Yeah, and as right. writers, you guys know that it's all up here, it's in our heads, and we have notes, but until we actually get it written down, pass that where on. it's easy for people to see the story, I like that. You're not finished. But what was really fun is that my mother had two half-brothers, and one of them sent a really cool collection of pictures and short stories about my grandfather, who was the skier that started the 10th Mountain Division. And I have, you know, historical things from another original ski patroller named Minnie Dole, and you might know that name. He was the original founder of Ski Patrol. Mm. And so that's my family. And so now I've got that story and I've done all this more research and just so much more information appears and it's really fun it really is and so that's what I started well, that's that's cool. and it's important too yeah. because yeah. you might be the only tie to that yeah and that's what I realized everyone is dying yep. my parents are long gone so I never got the story so that's why it's like I had to it's even like I didn't even know what questions yeah. to ask in the beginning because mm-hmm. these people were not connected and so it was really very cool. So that's what I did. That's cool. That is yeah. really cool. No, You're yeah, that link. Yes. The and then it makes your life have more meaning. Right. It's like it's not just, you know, because we are kind of selfish in this society. And if we see a bigger history yeah. of our own families and what they went through and how, you know, we're all living so well, but. You know, Coily, we actually have a heritage room in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah see, there you go. It's formerly a heritage room. We have a heritage wall. Yes. Yes. And it really... We had a heritage wall. And it was really yeah. just... Out of respect to Liz, I took all the family pictures. <laughs> you well, shouldn't. You just had hers, too. Because well, we you feel shame her. when you walk in the room. Oh. I, I yeah, never felt I shame. Say, the wall, all the dead relatives staring down at you. I just covered ours. I covered ours up with the state flag of California. So when it's not in use, but it was also dual purpose. It was to protect the pictures from the sun okay but it also <laughs> but took also that eeriness it. away you know it's yeah, like I, I open it, it up at Thanksgiving yeah I do miss so I, I was I was raised going to the cemetery yes on picnics yes and hearing all the stories so you did your research I had all mine right I, I was I right. was just it was presented from the time I can remember on and and so it's not uh there's nothing negative at all about it. I don't. That's shame. We don't. Do you, we you don't, don't have that. Oh, well, and that, that's a, that's shame. a McKee trait. <laughs> that's a Jones thing. We don't feel shame. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Well, no, I would say no. We, you guys and we drive through the cemeteries on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, and you know, go. Yeah. After everybody. Sunday afternoon, we go to church in the morning. Then we go out to, for brunch, and if it was a nice day, we'd go for rides with my grandparents, and we drive through the cemeteries and look at the. Stones of the dead relatives. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. We yeah. when we were in Cincinnati with the business, that cemetery where the family, all, all the family plots are, it's also an arboretum. So mm-hmm. it was just wonderful walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I, I still stop every now and then and have a cigar with dad and yeah. mom and that's cool. Every time it is every cool. time I go yeah. to Des Moines, I go every single time I go to Des Moines. Well, actually. Frequently, when I would be in Des Moines, I go to the family, you know, places, and just sit there. I loved it. Yeah, the family plot. You know, the yeah. family. There's three different family places, and um, I find it fascinating that um, and and you know the thing. It's not that long ago. I mean, no. f- fifty years and a hundred years is not that long ago in the big scheme of things. It's really nothing. Not at all. And I, doing the research, I didn't even know it. Where, Because my grandfather died young. He died while my grandmother was pregnant with my father. How sad is that story, yeah, right? Oh, wow. So I didn't even know that he was buried in the Lake Forest Cemetery. I would run track practice by there, you know, in high school. I had no idea wow. my grandfather was there. They yeah. just didn't speak about it. I don't know. That generation. So what I did was I went in and finished. Her family. My this family. Is this is my grandfather. They and they're probably... Family didn't. My family, the Fitzgeralds, just because it, after that happened, everything changed. So I finished the monument 
for my grandfather. Oh, His name was cool. not on the monument. That, so I finished I it. And then I yeah. put in loving memory of my father and my mother. Oh, so now yeah. my family has a place. Yeah. 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 And then I, so I want to be, I want a stone. I don't necessarily care uh, where any monument to me is erected after I die, but I do want a stone in the Jones family plot in Glendale Cemetery in Des Moines. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's my um, great-grandfather and my grandparents and then my uncle and then some cousins are in that plot and there's a set number of spaces. Mm-hmm. And I want a stone, and I want to be in that place because that's that's I'm the fifth generation from Des Moines. Yes, you know, and, I and that's yes. important and to me. I, Katie's yes, six. Katie's like Katie's yeah. like an zombie really next to you. I mean, I live here, <laughs> but I consider myself an Iowan. Yeah, that's just how I see oh, myself. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't feel. I, I feel. I've lived here 17 years. I feel this is my home because you know, and it is because of my family and all that stuff. But when I go to Des Moines, I feel like I'm ho- I'm coming home. Right, that's the family. Yeah. Your roots. Yeah, yeah you can roots. feel it. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So I, I miss going back. In fact, that was an adjustment of not going. You talk. That's what just occurred to me, because my corporate headquarters was in Des Moines. I was literally for 34 years. I was always back oh. at at home. So I I always was connected with my friends that stayed in Des Moines. I was always connected with my parents mm-hmm. right up until they died. And connected with everything, church, bars, you know, eating places, and then all the all that was there. I retire and have been back once in five years, and I really miss going back to Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So next summer Nostalgia. I'm going to go to Minneapolis and see my sister and drive down and spend two or three days in Des Moines and go home. Oh, and that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. And you need to do. Yeah, that. and, yeah, it was, and that was important. an adjustment that because when I retired, then I realized that that I'm never, you know, I'm not part as, as part of my life. That part of my life was never severed. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It was never cut, which typically would be like when you move to L.A., mm-hmm. you know, your parents keep coming back, but you don't have a reason to go back there a lot, right? Right, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I had a reason to go back every month, basically, mm-hmm. for 30-plus years. Right. And now that you don't, you kind of have to make a reason. Yeah, almost. and I have to make yeah. a reason. And then, and, but there's not a fa- any family really there to go see. Well, you also went back so often you didn't even realize... That I left. That you left or that you were going back. Yeah. Right. And, it was and, built and, in. Yeah, yeah. now you said five years and you've been back once. Yeah. That's a... Uh, once. It's, yeah. it's yeah. dawning it on Susie, you at this point. That and I, and I avoided funeral. a drunk driving charge too, which was really kind of... Excuse me? We're talking about retirement right now. Bring it full circle. Yeah, always like remember, everyone's... you're talking to the boomers. Always yeah. remember. Yeah. I mean, that's, we I were mean, a little extreme. We admit it. <laughs> you guys are adults now. You can hear these that's things. That's why I love the baby boomer generation. I got stopped and, I, and I, was, I avoided. I mean, I don't know. They could have thrown me in jail. And uh, they didn't. They let me I go. Don't. And that's why you should always they, they go let home. Me go, they let me go at 4.30 in the morning, um, and I blew a 1.30 on the test. I didn't wow. think I was drunk, and I didn't certainly mean to. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have driven if I thought I was drunk. But incapable. Right. Incapable. Right. Yeah. I thought I was capable, but, and I, and I would, but, you know, they let me go, yeah. and I dodged a bullet. Yeah. They never let me go. No. And that's probably good. And that's probably good, though. Yeah, but mine, mine are kind of scattered all over the Midwest. Oh, uh, and did a nice tour. I, yeah. I've done a nice tour. Uh, I have done a nice tour and, uh, of the courthouses in Indiana. This is, this is Indiana. why we respect our elders. There's just you're yeah. instilling so much knowledge right. into our lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How to avoid a prison, well, jail. Today, yeah. Can you imagine if if some kid showed up? And had multiple drunk driving, you know, a younger kid today, they'd think that there was, he was incapable of functioning. Mm-hmm. Basically, he would be institutionalized, he'd mm-hmm. have privileges taken away, he'd be a social outcast. Mm-hmm. Well, a DUI um, is 10 or 15 grand. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's super expensive. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it, it, it was more today, uh, I mean, if, 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 um, if there were kids today that pulled what we did in high school, in Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa, in the late '60s and '70s, there's nobody would even do that around here today. Mm-hmm. Right. They just it, they would 
it's unacceptable. Yeah, behavior. they just don't allow right. it. And it's considered yeah. it's considered deviant, but at the time it was wholesome fun for what we were. Wholesome fun, right? Was respected. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those stories were. Oh, like yeah, I got were some a plus. That was a respected conversation in a job interview. Oh, back then, yes. Yeah. Can you give me an example? Yeah, like they, what would they? Like, hey, Tom, how how are you? How was your weekend? You're like, well, I got pulled over. Uh, I was drunk. Oh, I had too much. Wheel. Yeah, I wrecked, oh, yeah. I wrecked Didn't the car. Wear my seat those those yeah. were ongoing, acceptable. Like, yes, yes. Those They're were like you're acceptable. Hired. <laughs> yeah, you're the a kind great, of guy. You're a great we, salesman. Yeah. Great you're salesman. The kind of guy yeah. we want. Yeah. You'll give them a good time. You're going to show the customers yeah. a good time. Well, yeah. You can solve problems. Yeah. yeah you, can. A, you know, you go back, you go out and buy a six pack of beer for $2 and a, a package of cigarettes for 60 cents. You fill up your car that's about 30 cents a gallon, you know, and you haven't even spent 15 bucks. Then you got to go buy, you got to go find where you're going to park the car so no one, you know, you're not going to get in trouble because you're going to be in the car all night when it's 20 degrees outside yeah. smoking cigarettes, drinking a six pack of beer. Yeah. The only time you're getting out is to take a leak, right? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and you are not going to hey, litter the car. You know you're going to throw the beer cans you're out the window. Now yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're all hired. This is yeah. the star team. There was a lot of there was a lot of problem solving going into that. I wonder why women were not in the workforce. Yeah. Yeah. You're that much. Yeah. I know. They were disqualified. Yeah. Smoking joints in the church parking lot. Oh well, there you go. Who knew? The women out there were all 98. That they were at home. There you go. All right. There you go. Not that she could smell the pot afterwards, too. No, that's they didn't. Great. They didn't get it. You know, we're smoking joints upstairs in my bedroom with listening to records and everything. We see my mom pull in. We put the pot out. We spray the whole room with Glade mist. Oh, you know, God. my mom comes in. We open the door. There's this just scented smell coming into the hallway. We're sitting there, stoned out of our mind, and my mom would come in and go, What's that smell? There's a smell of. Is that air freshener? And we're going to like, yeah, Murphy, Murphy yeah. used the bathroom, Mom, and snuck it up. So we said, well, thank you, Mike, for spraying. Oh, that. Well, thank so, you. Yeah. So, you're welcome back. So He's a nice boy. He's a nice boy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're welcome here anytime. Like, what a nice boy. Yeah. You should have more friends like so that. So clueless. One. Yeah. I was, dri- yeah. I was driving my mom's car when I was 15. There. My friends would come over and I'd take them home because their moms would call them. It was time for dinner and their moms would call them at 10 to 6 and say, you know, send Mike home for dinner. And I'd just get Mike in the car and drive down the street, drop him off at yeah. his house and drive home. I pulled in one night to the garage and my mom's at the kitchen sink and I walk in the house. She goes, you were driving the car. And I go, yeah. And she goes, well, you're not 16, are you? And I go, mm. yeah, like she's so, asking. Know, go, you, don't, you don't need to be 16, mom. And she goes, well, there's too much going on, and I don't care, or you know, just don't get into any trouble. So, that was that was always my thing. Please just do not bring the police to my home. That's all I care. Yeah, don't get caught. When they were in high school, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, just oh. Yeah. I joined Facebook, and there's this girl on there and her name's Susie and her parents and my parents were best friends and um, one of their parents were their grandparents our grandparents were best friends and parents were best friends their whole lives and so she, I see her on Facebook and what she's doing and every time I look at her picture I, I think I remember when I went to the skating rink in January and I was 15 years old and she was drunk with this other guy I mean and they were drinking the bad stuff and she was sick and throwing up. Bad and, stuff, like you know, moonshine. like straight, yeah, mm-hmm. like moonshine and beer that somebody made in the bathtub, bad and you know, whiskey. And they were, they were. She was so drunk time. that she yeah. was, um, you know, getting sick. So I put her in my car. I drove her home. I took her in the house, took her up to her bed, and left. And then you know, and drove around and went to the skating rink. Our, our parents were never home. They were always at cocktail parties on Friday and Saturday nights. That was very common. So yeah. you know, it wasn't a big deal. And then of course the cars in the garage at ten thirty, and it's all good. So her parents come home and they f- figure out that you know she's in trouble, and they call a doctor and it's on. It's, but it's like, well, what happened? Well, it's Jimmy Jones brought me home. Okay, well, then oh, the next day, oh, the next day, you know, it's, it's, I'm getting called up. Well, you know, what did you do? And I, I go, right nothing. Yeah. I did nothing. Yeah. I picked her up at the rink. Well, how did that? Oh, you, shit. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't drive. 
you know, what are you doing picking her up at the rink? <laughs> you know what? I'm with the parents on this one. Katie's like, Jimmy Jones, that's an immediate red flag. You know, and I had to go over, I had to go over and apologize to to them and I and I thought what am I apologizing for? I'm the guy that brought her home. You're the good guy. I'm the good guy yeah, here. Yeah. You, and now I'm in trouble yeah. for driving the car, which I never would have gotten in trouble, and I'm the good guy. So it's a bunch of bow. It's really you try to do the right thing. I tried to do the yeah. right thing. Yeah. yeah. And you get blamed anyway. Yeah, so. you see it, you, yeah. Why even try? I don't know. You are not legally driving. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of issues. A lot of laws. A lot of laws. Yeah, but yeah, he's the good guy in the end. Yeah, I was a good guy. I can go with this. Yeah. I don't know. Again, these are I our parents teaching us right Yeah, Tia, yeah. now that we're adults. But that's a problem solving. See, that, that showed my problem solving. Like yeah, you're hired. You're hired. <laughs> you're yeah. hired. You're hired. hired. You can get out of anything. You out of the box. Yeah, out of, the there right you go. Thing. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. Step back in the box. Yeah. When it was all done. Yeah. Problem solver. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So what would you say is... Well, what would happen today if that happened to a millennial? The millennial goes down oh. and gets drunk. What would happen? Well, first yeah, off, the roller rink would have a process with how to deal with yeah. that. It would, yeah. it would be part of their ISO registration. Yeah. I mean, uh, there'd be a guard at the rink. Yeah, there would be a, there'd be a guard detector. at the rink. Yeah. Be a bunch of signs. We're more worried about guns on that rink yeah. than we are about some kid driving drunk, and yeah. you know, Man, it's a whole I different know. level of so much. Well, two blocks from the rink, when my dad my dad gave me a shotgun for my tenth birthday, and. Right by the right by the ice skating <laughs> rink, we went down to the park, the city park, and we pulled out the shotgun. My name's in, it's upstairs under my bed, and it's my name's engraved on it. We pulled out the shotgun and just started shooting into the woods. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You know, and then I mean that was in a city park, Greenwood Park, and yeah. yeah. just started shooting into the woods, and then we walked down a path, and he showed me how to work the gun and hold it and load it, and you know shoot the shotgun, and then you know then we go out to the the gun club where my grandfather was a member and, you know, go hunting and learn how to shoot guns. And You know what, Dad? I'm learning a lot about you on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. You're really, yeah, really, yeah. really uh, no, this, well, and this was kind of an interesting <laughs> like, huh, topic, though, because really. we, the guy that we had breakfast with from Lake Forest, who now lives in Phoenix, he is, he uses guns. And we were talking about the recent shootings and the mm. type of gun that's being used. And he was the same way. Everyone agrees. Why are those guns legal? Well, those right. are assault like, those rifles. Those are crazy. Right. Yeah, assault this rifles. was a shotgun. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like a yours shotgun, is different. everyone agrees. Right. That should be okay. But these assault rifles, yeah. no one understands. Even the people that shoot and use guns for hunting, no one understands the logic. Right. Well, no it's, it's because the gun manufacturers want to sell guns. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's why they're there. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's wrong. They could, when I got out of the Army in 1974, you couldn't buy an AR-15. They you, were, you, you couldn't buy them until, but it's the actual gun manufacturers, when the patent ran out on the AR-15, they started manufacturing those and selling them. Yeah. That's why they're, that's what got them into the marketplace. Right. <clears throat> and, and we, I think, have spent enough time on this issue to realize yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you don't need an AR-15 to shoot. We couldn't even kill a duck with an AR-15. Yeah. You, you know I mean, and you wouldn't even try to shoot a deer or a pheasant or a, you know, a bear with an AR-15. But that oh. conversation came up again because our daughter in Phoenix is a teacher. So oh. that's oh, why okay. that All was right. the yeah. other, yeah. Yeah, well, we were talking about Kate. She doesn't, she doesn't want to carry a gun into she, school. No. Yeah. No. no, I feel like she would accidentally get pissed off and use it against her students because her students are just so terrible that I don't know how she wouldn't end <laughs> you know up snapping. She's not in the room to discuss What teacher wants to carry a gun into school? Right. No, like That just doesn't, that's not why. There's no way. I don't have a gun in my hand. House. Yeah. I Why would I want one at my office? My yeah. And I just can't even imagine you're there to teach biology, right? right? Yeah. So let's get back on topic a little yes. bit. Oh, yeah. Yes. What's been one of your favorite things in your quote unquote retirement or this, you know, sunset of yeah. your like career, what's a benefit, will. something maybe you were surprised about that you enjoy now that you're retired that you maybe you didn't think about? Mm-hmm. You know? Nothing? Oh yeah. Nothing. You go. Well, you go. Because yeah. you you're the one that's fully retired. Okay. We're just yeah. kind of semi. We're still semi. Just what do you What's like? been one of your like most rewarding or favorite experiences or things you've enjoyed as you are in retirement now? 
Um, learning to listen to other people better. But that's something, yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. Pam's like, that's too close. No, that's great. No, I mean, that's probably something you didn't That's the thing is I've changed my role to being, it's not my, it's your time, okay? It's uh, uh, the grandkids' time. So it's, my role is to sit and listen to them and really enjoy more for what, like Katie's right here, enjoy Katie, what you're doing more. So you just went skiing. I mean, I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed her pictures, hearing about what she's mm-hmm. doing. She always calls me when she goes out of town or she gets to the airport and stuff. I enjoy that more than maybe if I'd been working. Mm-hmm. And she probably would have done the same thing, but I would be thinking about 10 other things. Right. Mm-hmm. So, or mm-hmm. or watching my um, grandkids sit here when they come or being down at their house, just kind of how they move and interact and what they say or reading a book to them. Yeah. Um, I get more enjoyment out of that mm-hmm. than I did before. Well, I have to say, from my perspective, it's neat to see the transition and the shift as well. Because it's like, when we were little kids, you know, our parents were like, oh my God, okay, we've got, we got the bombs coming over, and then we're flying to Iowa, and then we got to do this, and got to do that. And then now it's like way more relaxed pace. You have way more patience now, Mm -hmm. Dad. And it's like, this is great. We can have so much fun, and we can, hey, we can all drink together. Right, yeah. But just don't drink and drive. Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> that is correct. So I just said, in yeah. Iowa, and you can yeah. So what about? I mean. Yeah. What are you? Guys Tommy is in, is in limbo retirement, but he's yeah. Tom Tom still gets interrupted. What I was going to say is that I get the freedom of my thoughts. I can just follow any thoughts and anything I want to do. His thoughts are still getting interrupted. Yeah. And that's very frustrating. So we're making that transition. That's a good, yeah, I, yeah. 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 What you? you get angry right now. On that, Dad? Well, I don't like to be interrupted. Right, you. right, right. Um, no, I know. But I know. I guess yeah. if, if there's a, a carrot that I've really enjoyed or a feather in the cap from it, if that's what the original question was, it's... Uh, Again, it's the freedom, and I was expecting that, but the freedom has allowed for so much more. I mean, if, uh, if it's a nice day, I can pick up the shovel, shovel and go dig in the yard, mm. which is a lot of fun for me. Um, mm-hmm. We're traveling quite a bit. Yeah, you guys travel um, a lot more. We mm-hmm. seem to be chasing our children to go spend time with them, which mm-hmm. is was fine. I, I wish they were in places I would rather go, maybe, than, than where they are. But uh, California right. sucks, Tommy. California it sucks. It, it, well, it's just it's terrible. It's, 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 it's just horrible. terrible. It's horrible. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix is 112 well, Phoenix, in the, in the summer. Phoenix actually Let's is. break it down. You've got Colorado, Phoenix, and California. Those are nice destinations. Yeah. But Tommy always wanted to be in Florida. Florida has oh. the right sunset mm-hmm. and the right beach. Mm-hmm. I, I, we could fix your, that. Your, your weather it. is beautiful yeah. here. Your, your beaches are beautiful. But I, I like to be the only yeah. guy on the beach. Yeah. And I can accomplish that in Florida. Mm-hmm. I can't here. It doesn't matter what time I go out there. There's going to be someone else. Yeah. But uh, anyway... I'm I'm thinking, the freedom has generated. Really, I mean, I, I get up without a schedule a lot of days. I like that, and the day fills up. I mean, I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. yeah, it does. It, so, it, have you noticed read, reading the paper? I mean, I read the whole editorial page of the Wall Street Journal and L.A. Times every day. Yeah. I mean, I, and I enjoy it. I mean, I I really or I have over there. I have the Atlantic, and I love that magazine. It comes out. I sit down and read the whole. I read the whole issue the day I get it. Uh-huh. I never would have done that before. Hmm. I, I mean, it's great. So I, I, um, yeah. I have an old colleague who retired, and she was worked for IBM for 30-plus years. When she retired, she started clicking into her natural body clock. And so the woman goes to bed at like 4 a.m., sleeps all morning. So then I thought, well, gee, you know, when you're retired, you're not – you don't have that schedule. You can get up as you please, yeah, go to bed as you please. So my thought was, okay, well, what is, what you know, what time are you waking up? What's the new new schedule? Naps. Ah. I take a lot of afternoon yes. naps now. Nice. Toilet doesn't, but I my that, that's my real treat. I guess I, yeah. I had missed or hadn't thought of that, but uh, I nap 
often. I um, I'll get up, do something for two hours, and go right back to bed for an hour. Oh or two. hell yes! Yeah. But afternoon, I like I like the. Right now, I don't because the that the best weather is at two or three o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's the warmest yeah. part of the day. But once the days get longer, I'll start napping at two to three or four, and then head back outside. That's fantastic. Yeah, naps are. I don't know, Jim. Are you a napper? Oh, I, I am I mean, now. I, used I, to I, was, be. I haven't been a napper. Um, well, I used to be. When I was working, I was a napper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. You're not hired. Yeah. I take it back. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I understand that. He I was going to say, home. My, yeah. air quotes. my schedule completely changed. Ah. And I used to get up early for work and hated it. But now I am up at five o'clock. Oh, yeah! All on my own. That's just my regular How rhythm funny. now. Yeah. What time is bed then? I go to bed early. I Anywhere go to bed from four thirty to eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't take naps, and so I'm mm-hmm. like nine to you know around nine o'clock. I'm in bed. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you're getting up at 5 a.m. because you want to and you choose yeah. to, not because something else is saying, oh, you have to be somewhere. And it's I, so weird because yeah. I didn't know that would be my natural rhythm. And I it think is. you get up at 5 a.m. because you go to bed at 7.30. No, it's because I like that time of day. So is it 9 or is it 7.30? I mean, when's bed? When's nine. bedtime? 9. It's usually yeah. 9. Tommy's giving her a look. We're getting a look. Yeah, you you nap on the couch usually an hour or two. Oh yeah, we'll like watch something boring. Retirement has a lot of sleep. It 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 does. A lot of sleep. No, this is hibernation in the winter. Generally, I do yoga in the evening. So I yeah I if I get too relaxed and we're watching TV, I'll close my eyes. But then I'll go upstairs and read. When we when we reach the long days, I'll pop up at five. Yeah. And I'll stay outside until ten. Right. I, I'm. I'm. So I am hibernating. A little what? Bit. A, what about you, Jim? What do you do? You get up early and go to bed early, or what do you? Well, I'd like to. <clears throat> I can't get to sleep. I'd like to go to bed at ten. I used to go to bed at ten, but now I go to bed anywhere from eleven to twelve or twelve thirty. Wow, that's late. I get up at seven thirty or eight. But I used to go to bed at. 10 and get up at 5.30. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how long as I've known yeah. my dad, it was yeah. that. Yeah. So it's weird for me. I'm like, wait, why are you up so late? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when you're retired, you can do person. whatever you want. I am. You know, I, I, love, I love the mornings. I love being out when no one's around. I like the light. Yeah, yeah I, I like the light. Yeah. 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 Then it came in and he was just like, no, he was coming, I think, to refill my glass. But but when we were in Florida, that's what we we would take Mm -hmm. an hour and a half walk in the morning and then another one in the evening, Mm -hmm. you know, for the sunset. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. And you fill your day. You read. You do. Right. You just enjoy life. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. just another, it's just a phase. I mean, it's, it's it's a day, but it's not... It's got to be, there's got to be a purpose. I think that's a struggle for a lot of men in particular because men kind of are purpose-driven, not to say women aren't, but men, no, I understand. Uh, yeah. the, the idea of a purpose is, is really a special um, significance for a guy. Mm-hmm. And men can be defined by their purpose. So in retirement, it's common for men to lose their way because they're moved off of their purpose and they don't always know how to get get back to a purpose where, and this is my own personal opinion, women are better adapted at finding purpose in different things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you look around and you see women will try all kinds of different things as they get older, you know, and I can see that where Liz, would she like to go try something new or, you know, this and that. And I just look at that and go, I I don't, I'm not even going to try it Mm because I don't want, I don't want to go square dancing or something to pick a pick sure, an example sure. I, ju- I just yeah. don't want to go square dancing I can't get out fun. there I don't you know dance, dance in a square okay. no, I mean I think she would like that so I, cool I'm costumes. taking I'm yeah. taking her to concerts so oh. last night we went to the Celtic Irish dance at the Seagerstrom Center for Arts because then I actually Isn't enjoy cool? it she gets to see her dancing mm-hmm. and we get to have a nice night out at that really nice theater and um you know, I can check those boxes. And then I'm doing something a little out of the box for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not kind, kind of out of the box. Yeah. Right? It's Hello. an adventure, man. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I think you're on something yeah. with this purpose thing here. Because typically a, a male 
the things I'm doing now and enjoy, I could never have dreamed they would have been a purpose. And I, I, I think I could never align them as a purpose, but they really have become a purpose. A purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and I when I was younger I would have never that was it was it wasn't it wasn't a, a significant purpose I guess or, or and and now they're they're less significant but mm-hmm. I'm, I think a lot more mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I've taken up reading I was mm-hmm. never one to read no I'm, I'm, I always picture you as a re- I feel like you guys were always at the library checking out books. We get, she was, was me. Didn't you always go to? No. Yeah. No. That I was not time. I just got a library card. Shay, meet your parents. Parents meet Shay. Let's get yeah. getting yeah. to know you. But what he's done yeah. is woodworking. He's done yeah. much more woodworking. He makes little puzzle stools for each of the nieces and oh. nephews oh, yeah. and the grandchildren. That's yeah, right. with their names. Yeah. It's I get the feeling all that from, Tom likes all to work from, with his hands. Yeah, yeah no, and he's yeah. making them all from trees that came from our backyard. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's meaningful. Like do, yeah, exactly. Came from the house. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm, I'm handy. I don't know if my medical... My physical condition allows me to do a lot of the stuff, which is a little frustrating, but I can. I think I can start doing more stuff. Around but, the house? Yeah. Because I've always done been handy around the house. Yeah, you like to do your little house projects and whatnot. Yeah. But I get more, I, I organized my workbench and all my tools a couple of weeks ago, and I really enjoyed that because I wasn't in a hurry to get anything done. Normally, I would have picked up everything and put it in. It would have been really, really fast, mm-hmm. and it would have still been organized, but I wouldn't have gotten really any enjoyment out of it. Just, it just would have been, okay, I'm going to get this organized so I can go do something else. Mm-hmm. Now it's in an end in of itself, and I actually really enjoyed it, spending mm-hmm. an afternoon organizing my workbench. And I mean, I got done. I thought, God, I really, this was really fun. Mm-hmm. Just you know? the organizing of it. Yeah, just the because or- yeah. I, I'm the guy that has to have everything organized before I can do anything. Yeah, me too. Katie's words, shown had, me the staging when you guys did the it, ski trips. It has to be staged. <laughs> it has to yeah. be staged. So the chair, you're, the chair you're yeah. sitting in has a staple in in the webbing that had to get done by today that I couldn't do until I organized the whole garage. <laughs> Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, just to put in one little staple, but right. I, I had to find the staple gun. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had to find the staple yeah. gun. Well, I would have organized until I found the staple gun. That's what I do. And yeah. Then I would have stapled. Well, but we're a little and then the organization would have been done on the three quarters, yeah. or until I needed the next tool that hadn't been yeah. organized. But then so. I forgot how it took me four staples to hit the mark, and I almost staple my finger and Liz's finger, but it got done. Oh, good. So it seems to me that retirement is just, you know, organizing and finding enjoyment and taking lots of naps. Well, I think it's about time. Yeah. In that, in those moments. You've got so much more time. time. You are enjoying yourself. Yeah. Whereas before it was, I've got a whole checklist of items because mm-hmm. i got to get on to the next thing. I don't have time. And I would feel the same way. Yeah. I would love to just organize my closet and enjoy it but I'm like okay I've got four hours today and then I'm busy for the next six weekends and so it's like everything's just yeah it's almost like you're able to enjoy things that seemed mundane or not important before and now you're like oh this is nice that I can just sit here and color coordinate all my screws if I wanted to like or whatever it is the goal is not necessarily completing the task the project or the task it's process yeah yeah Yeah. okay and really that's the way we should live our lives but we just don't Don't. yeah Mm -hmm. we're so busy that it's hard to enjoy the process yeah but i I, and the art of motorcycle maintenance yeah it's it's in the the moment yeah that's the point of that book is is he's putting the motor back together and enjoying every part of the putting the thing back together in the process that's a zen yeah you're in the present so i think i i i think that you know, I, I've thought a lot about that. I think I've always been in the present. And, skiing does that. Yeah, skiing, mm-hmm. golf, running, uh, biking. That. And mm-hmm. so I, I've always been in, I've always been able to get myself in the present. And I've always had other interests outside of work. So, I, you know, when I talk about purpose, my purpose was never just work because I always had other interests. It sounds like you, you guys did too. So to transition is, I think easier for some people that have other interests the per the person that is defined by one thing mm. and a lot of people are defined by that 
then they're going to have a hard time, harder time transitioning to something. But, but I, I find will... it difficult in my working, in my professional career, although I do have these things I enjoy, work is always creeping in. For instance, I go to Colorado. Oh, mm-hmm. we're going to need you to do this, this, that. We got a call and I'm on the chairlift. And Grant, I do shut it down, um, email or what have you. But uh, I think today's world is so different than it was because back when you were working, we didn't have email. There wasn't that connectivity. Well, I had my secretary do it. Well, oh, yeah, that's my true. point. Yeah. Being had is that I think one. as Shay and I, as our generation looks at retirement, it's going to probably, I would imagine, be. A huge shock for mm-hmm. us because we're like, what? I connected at all times. Well, you will, right. you'll be talking into your phone. It'll be artificial intelligence, and you'll have a personal assistant that'll do that. That's oh. called Siri. Yeah. It'll come full circle. <laughs> Siri, Alexa, respond to this email for um, me. Yeah, no, I see. So what Siri you will mean. intuit it and respond for you. See, she just came. Oh on. God, Siri wants to talk. Now. Alexa, or no, she Alexa. just turned on. She's like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Did Alexa just turn on? She yeah, did. Alexa yeah. started yeah. interjecting in the podcast. This is getting creepy. Mm-hmm. Alexa, what do you think of the podcast? She's. I'm sorry, that does not compute. Oh, what did she say? She did say know, something. Yeah. Sorry. It's like get get the 2001 Space Odyssey T-shirt. It's the how, yeah. yeah, the how shirt. Um, well, I used to yeah. go on vacation, and and I would say, I tell my office that I'm go, I'm leaving for a week, and, and and I they were hired and trained to handle everything for the time I'm gone. I don't want to I don't I'm not calling in, you know I don't want to have any problems when I come back. I don't want any mail on my desk. I want everything to keep going. That's how I want. That's how yeah. I want it. And so because I wanted to come back from my vacation and pick up where I left off. I didn't want to mound a mail and on. So I didn't have to book my travel. A travel agent did it. I didn't nice. have to answer the phone or type anything or do all that. I mean, you think about that. Other people were doing that. And if you worked it right, then they did it for you. Mm-hmm. Now you have to do all that. Mm-hmm. You make your own travel. You type yeah. your own messages. You do this, you do this, right. you do this. You're spending your own private time yes you're more interconnected but you, all of this is more invasive in your life than it was in mine invasive is a great word yeah yeah that's why you're stressed you need to Probably. learn to disconnect from this stuff that's what tommy was saying you, earlier it's hard to though like you can't it makes it almost impossible with the phone and everything yeah. yeah to do that yeah yeah um and i as i i had it took me a long time to drop it at the end of the day friday and not pick it up until monday morning and once yeah. I learned to do that, I got my weekends. Yeah, yeah. You um, just have to now, be. On the other hand, you guys are connected in a way that is such that, you know, what during the weekday you can go skiing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, because you know, on the can, flip side, we can do stuff. Two yeah. Phone calls or true. three mm-hmm. emails that you need to while you're going up. Yeah, on it the doesn't lift. suck yeah. when I'm on the ski lift. I'm like, yeah, uh, conference call, yeah. blah, blah blah. I'm looking at Vale. Yeah, um, you're like, or you yeah. could be yeah. you could be at the top of the mountain in the ski hut doing your emails. Yeah. Right. With the beer. Yeah. With the beer. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I, so I there is a lot of freedom, that. but it is also annoying. Then it's like, then they know they can access you. I always time. had one or two or three hour drives almost every day. Commuting? Commuting, going to see a customer, wow. going to the plant. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so that was always my time. And, and, mm-hmm. and I'm going back to pre- Car phone, and I early early on I had a car mounted in the phone, and or excuse me, a phone mounted in the car, and but that was always my time. Yeah. And when you get to to take a, an hour or two hours, mm-hmm. and you are kind of shut off from all of it, you start to map out. Well, what am I going to do in the yard right. this weekend, or what mm-hmm. what what mm-hmm. can happen at the house that needs to happen, or. Um, so you, you get that break, and that was forced only because it was required to do those mm-hmm. drive, that drive. Right. So I got lucky there. Um, and you, you make use of it. Um, I had a, a good friend, a college roommate, who had a, a mentor that used to, every day after lunch, he'd close his office and turn the lights down and take about a half hour oh, you gotta be just to nod me. off. Yeah, you're hired. And, he worked through different thoughts with all of that, but it refreshed him, and he had better afternoons because yeah. of it. My dad had yeah. a couch in his office. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. leather couch with two leather uh, chairs was in his office. 
And, and every day he'd nice take a nap. Because if I did that, of course he had two martinis for lunch, which right. he had all that Theoretically, he'd have to take a nap on His father too. You're only giving up a half hour of time, but all of the, all of the time after the nap, you could do seventy minutes worth of work in sixty. So you were more productive. Is yeah. what you're claiming. That's the the thought concept, and I believe it. Yeah, I yeah. Too. I think there are studies out there now about mindfulness. Yeah, and that's yeah, the definitely. Of and the meditation that, um, so maybe I need to read up on that. Need well, to get in the moment. Some people walking is the same type of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love big walking. Because you just zone yeah. out yes. and kind of focus Fresh on whatever. Air, it helps mm-hmm. me become mindful. Yeah. yeah, and then I pick up roadside trash at the same time. Right. So yeah. I feel oh, what a good Samaritan! Such, such a good Samaritan. Yeah. You got to get in the moment. Yeah. You remember the commercial with the crying Indian? Right? No. With all the garbage. Oh, and the, the median of the interstate. Seeing all the garbage. That must have been a Midwest. Well, yeah. yeah and the Indian yeah, the Indian was in the median yeah, of the yeah, interstate. Yeah, 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 I remember that. And he's crying because it's so bad what we've done. so much garbage. Well, we've ruined But you don't see the garbage that. I mean, what used to be when. When we'd go up to Minnesota for the summer, we'd be before they built the you know Interstate 35. You'd be driving north, and you know they had the billboards in the Burma shave, you know the Burma shave signs. Mm-hmm. But you just throw stuff out the window. Yeah, that's you know, terrible. You wouldn't even think you'd drink a and can of Coke and throw it out the window. Why are they that? doing that? Really, I didn't think they did that. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't yes. see that. Really. Oh, yes. Not around here. I don't, not I don't so see much, that. I really don't see that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't see tr- people do it. I, I can remember going. I tell, I can remember going yeah. down to the grocery store in Des Moines. It was Dolls. It was a grocery store, and across was a hamburger stand, Henry's, and then the other was our drugstore. And I can distinctly remember you'd go there, and there'd be trash blowing around the parking lots because people would have their burger and shake and fries and throw it out the window. That's outrageous. Yeah, people doing that I, in our town? I, I don't uh, see that. You never not, see that here. That's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah I don't just, agree with that. Oh, we have to end. oh we're going to end it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we're going to wrap it up, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Any, any final thoughts on retirement you guys want to share? Well, I didn't get to talk about my dad shooting the birds in our front yard, but that's Oh, man. Okay. I'm, that's, that's save that for great. another time. When we yeah. talk about gun yeah. control. Gun control. Yeah, when we talk, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be present for the gun control Kate, Katie's not a, no? Not a, I'll miss that. I'm fairly yeah. pro-gun, so. No, that's, yeah. there you go. Be pro-gun, or not. Second Amendment yeah. right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, okay, it was, thanks <laughs> so for inviting me. Thanks yeah. for inviting me to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, I'm sure all yeah, five listeners you. out there. Did you, yeah. It was very fun. Oh, we hope good. that we could all learn a little bit more about ourselves and one another. So thank yeah. you yeah, for being thank you for We're trying to improve here. every day. Uh, Amen. Yeah, this is a show. This is the show. This is the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>